Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy around this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Welcome back to Blood of Heroes, presented as always by Vitamin Dice, an RPG podcast that you listen to. Thank you very much. <laughs> My name is Valandal Man, and I will be your game master. Today, I am joined by... Hello, I'm Connor Man, and I'm playing Katya Orsini. Hello, I'm Frankie, and I'm playing Zadie Salade. Hi, uh, I'm Phoenix Ashlin, and I'm playing Erolyn Lunergard. I'm Josh, and I'm playing the champion Orinar Joush. Joush! All right, and I'd like to wish each and every one of you a happy International Literacy Day. What a day to be literate. <laughs> Fucking God. Yeah? That one took yeah. a second to sink in. What a day to be illiterate. <laughs> and uh, real quick. What's up, King? If you could just please... Thank you so much for listening this far into this episode. And if you could, if you could just tell somebody else about the show, I, I think they would really like it. I think so too. I think please. I think that more people should listen to the show. Please tell somebody. Please. Please. <laughs> we don't have any. We don't have any way to advertise the show except for you. You're all we've got. It has to be you. We are relying on you. Anyway, on to the so, episode. Last time on Blood of Heroes, uh, our party was approached by a, a peasant, uh, a, a, a townsperson named Amir Halid from the town of Vercombe. And Amir had come because his fine town of Vercombe had been plagued by grave robbery. So dun, dun, dun. our heroes from the Might and Merit Adventuring Guild got all their stuff ready and headed for the town. They stopped for a quick drink at the Brandy Apple, went to go see Father Henry Hale at the church, and as they made their way into the graveyard, they noticed some flickering light and a shadowy figure running away. As they went to investigate, skeletons clawed their way out of the ground to attempt to fight them, and we return in media res to this fight. All right, I'm just, I'm holding the position... I just hold so in the position. Zadie just gave me a crystal, right? A mana crystal. Yes. I'm gonna use the crystal she just gave me to cast blessing on myself, Jawish, and Zadie. A blessing from the from above. Uh, a blessing right from my heart and soul. I turn to the Skelly, so I'm gonna go ahead and cast Flash on him. All right, here we go. That would be a 15 minus a 1d4, 14. Still a success, I think. You flash him with light, but he holds up his hand. Skelly was able to avoid the attack, unfortunately. That's it. So I would like to use the full action again to move my flying beast and then have it attack the Skelly man in front of me. Oh. Uh, unnatural 20. That beats deflection. Nice. Roll a d6. Four. Uh, he actually deals damage to the skeleton. With this flyby, your summoned bird just like snatches and rips away some of the bones. <laughs> nice. 
Because you can say it has a bone to pick with it. If possible, I want it to keep the bone, like one of the bones that it took in one of its claws for me to potentially retrieve later. Deal. And then with my other action, I think I'm going to do the exact same thing that I've done every turn so far and cast Flash. Okay. It gets a minus two and minus a 1d4. It rolled really well last time and it didn't this time. (laughs) Fuck yeah. So it does automatic damage because it has really shit holy defense. And yeah. And so it's dead then. (laughs) There's still one skeleton and it's right next to me, but I haven't moved. So it can't do anything about it. Well, you think it's right next to you, but it's in the darkness. So it, it could be literally anywhere. That's true. I can. I am gleaning from context that it is right next to me, but I'm not confirming that it is right next to me. It could be anywhere. I'm going to move forward. All right. Oh, hello. Hello. Then what do you do? Uh, I'm looking. Hold on. Hold on. Can I take like a wild swing in the dark and hope to do it? Uh, sure. You can hope. Roll, I guess, three d20s. <laughs> Wait, is one of them towards me? No. So, uh, what was the lowest one? Three. Three. A wild swing and a wild miss. So the only skelly left is the one next to Erlen? It's not actually next to Erlen. Or in their vicinity? Yeah. I am going to cast... Obviously, I don't know where the skelly man is, um, but this cantrip has a six square range. You won't be able to target the creature if you don't know where it is. Okay. Because my idea was to, like, drag it into the light. You could use an action to set up a reaction when a certain something occurs. That might be a good idea. Yeah, I don't know what to do right now. If I see the creature, I will cast Stormblade. I might recommend instead of casting Stormblade, because that does use up a mana crystal every time you cast it, uh, a cantrip, such as Wild Wind. Okay, so I will do that. And I think it will move a little bit closer. Oh, the squares disappeared. Oh, you're redrawing them? Because that's how light works. They make really bad circles. <laughs> Everyone knows that. I mean, that is technically true. <laughs> a wild Caden appears. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, everyone. Let's have my intro here. I'm Caden, and I am playing To Be Determined. <laughs> I'm going to just move. This will knock my magic out of the way, but I'm going to pull out my buckler and wield it in my offhand. So my evasion will go up by one. Okay, I've got that. Yep, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Okay, so I'm holding my torch. Yes. The one on the ground is still there. But I'm mm-hmm. going to take my new torch, and I'm just going to move three squares. And now okay. this area is now lit up. Yeah, so I have to uh, redraw some circles really quickly. Additional circles. It's like a giant l- number eight. Giant number eight. Yes, that is what the light looks like. You're welcome. I'm an artist. Okay. You're incredible. Can I see? And you can see the skelly uh, yeah, now, because it's in the dim light. <laughs> Where's the skelly man? Oh, there Below you. That's right here. I'm going to cast Flash on him. <laughs> All right. Don't think Skelly 2 has any debuffs like Skelly 3 had. 13. Fail. Really? Yeah. 
My DL is 14. This skeleton hasn't taken any damage yet, so that's it's not even dead yet. It's going to take a point of holy damage. It is damaged now. So I think I might do what I've been doing this whole time. My special little flying man is going to move over to the skeleton uh, man and attack it. Oh. Nat 20. <laughs> Automatic damage. So that skeleton is a dust. <laughs> yeah, kill the, the, the biggest like bones. swoops in, Into takes bones. the takes the skull right away, and the the and yeah. He's I dead. whistle as soon as it takes the skull, and it flies over to me, and I gently take the skull and put it into my bag. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Is is anybody hurt? I don't think I am. I'm all right. Okay. W- well, I heard so so. There's four of us but I heard the footsteps of a fifth person and I know that they weren't skeleton footsteps because those sound different than, like, people footsteps. I think I heard that, too. There's another person here. Hello? Josh, you might be aware yes. that there, there is somebody who... They are walking away, but they were, like, ten feet away from you. You don't know where they are now. They're off in the darkness. He was right by me. I sensed it. I don't know where he is now. Uh, hello? Um, <laughs> if you are here... To grave rob, we are legally obligated to stop you. That's why we're here. <laughs> what a nice way of saying we're going to kill you if you attempt to do it. So, um, show yourself. And as soon as I say that, the flying beast, like, caws kind of loudly. I, su- oh! I suppose I'm going to go ahead and jam the torch into the trail right here. <laughs> nice. Show yourself. Oi, I command you reveal yourself. Do I have your word? You will not harm me. I, are, are you here to grave rob? Because if you're here to grave rob, we're going to harm you. But if you're not here to grave rob, we're not going to harm you. <laughs> I have no interest in these graves. Okay, then we're not going to harm you. Though I have come here to deposit the remains of another. Uh, uh okay. I think you're in the right place. We're not going to hurt you. So, uh... Uh, you see, dropping out of the darkness, northwards... Yeah, sure, I've been carrying him. Why not? A body drops, and then I run away for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Uh, I'm going to step forward, and I'm going to investigate this corpse. You see the ruined and cold corpse of Oris Hallmore dropped... You see a massive gash in his chest, and half of his face (laughs) has been blasted inwards and out the back of the head. The skin completely burned away, and the skull beneath black. Wispy. Congratulations, you just fucking traumatized (laughs) Aralyn. You were the first one to step forward. That's my job. Didn't have to be you. Um, Zadie Kakatya, isn't this... Oris? What? And Erilyn takes, like, a couple steps back, like, oh my, oh, this is not good. Yikes. What did you do to Oris? Well, he killed him, obviously. Shut up, Josh! Go further back. I s- no, obviously he killed him, but, like, why? Yeah, it seems to me that he killed him. <laughs> what did you do? Well, it appears he is dead. I swear, I swear. Now, you and I are gonna have a talk I'm no later scientist. about tax. I'm no scientist, but I'm sure that I, I'm, I think he killed him. Yeah, I think that man is dead. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Much appreciated. Of course. <laughs> Why did you 
kill Oris. You hear far off in the darkness. What do you truly know of the man that you had traveled with? Nothing, because I met him a week ago. Yeah, to be fair, he wasn't really our friend. Fuck that bitch, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was good at his job. I traveled with him for a little while, and then we tried to stop an assassination, and then he disappeared. I thought he was just staying in that town. He foolishly stood his ground against nine priests wearing gambesins, wielding a hammer. Of course he did. I, I... Six, I've been told six. <laughs> six. We were looking for six. The, the powers that be uh, got itself to what is What is six? That's right. Well... Horace Hallmore was little more than a beast. A monster operating on the basest forms of rage and malice. So... He had shed his fair share of innocent blood. Why did you bring him here? I brought him here so that you might see his fate, as I know he had been of some use to you. And so what are you going to do to us? Do I have your word that I will not be harmed? Should I step forward? Marilyn kind of looks at the rest of the group, like, still, like, clutching the quarterstaff. And his, his, his flying beast is, like, in the air, and it's probably coming over to him to, like, join him, and he... Uh, I won't hurt you as long as you don't hurt me. I guess that seems fair. Does anyone not say yes? I mean, Joust just kind of stays silent. He didn't know, knows really what's going on, so he's just kind of like, do whatever, man. All right. Does anyone want to lie? No. Like, what do you mean? Does I'm... anyone want to say yes, but have the intention of harming him? No. Erlen would not think that far. Nah. Okay. Is there such a thing as an insight check just for fun? Oh, there is such a thing as an insight check and a deception, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> ah, great! I see. Well, I am trained in insight with a plus one for ten. Ha <laughs> Very well. I'm approaching. I am trusting your words. Step into the light. And he steps. I can actually move directly next to you. That's fun. Best. Yeah. <laughs> Not that close. Not that close to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stepping out of the darkness next to Erelyn is a tall... Come this way, Erelyn. Uh, hooded, <laughs> taking a robed figure. Magi robes uh-huh. that sort of have, like... What color? So they're tannish, and then there's a sash of various colors of yellow, red, and other, like, golden colors that goes across the chest and then across the waist. Clutched in one hand is a war spear and... Uh, in the other is a small buckler. Hood still pulled over the head, but you can see beneath this big, like, braided and beaded beard, black hair that just comes down to the center chest, steps into the light. All right, I shoot him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Do you? Elsie, like, Elsie, no, stop. I'm, I'm not Elsie right now. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I guess thank you for, uh, Showing us Oris, I guess. But we're here on a mission, and you can only stay if you help us with it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm, I've got your back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Katya. You're a real one. If this is the price you wish to ask of me, then it shall be done. I mean, you did kill our friend. Indeed. I have come here. Indeed, he says. 
to offer myself up, <laughs> prostrate myself for punishment for murdering your compatriot. Trust that I had my reasons. You can explain those reasons later. Right now, we're in the middle of an investigation, so... And as he's speaking, Erilyn is getting more and more confident. The shock of seeing, like, a dead corpse has kind of, like, worn off. He's getting more and more confident, standing up more straight. If you're going to stay, and if you want to pay penance for this, and he gestures very awkwardly again to the corpse, then help us. And you can tell us all about you and your reasons for hating Oris later. Sound good? Very well. Good. Keep an eye out. We're looking for someone who's grave robbing. And then Erlen kind of crumbles again after his moment of true confidence. Confidence. I did it. And now I'm an anxious wreck. <laughs> yep, right back. I'll put my buckler away and just sort of start leaning on my spear like a, like a walking stick. I'm going to probably take yet another torch up to the top right corner of this little graveyard part. Okay. I'll, I'm slowly meandering, sort of limping along with my cane. Ideally, I'm illuminating the entire graveyard. <laughs> I will take a torch from my bag as well, and I will light it. Why are you trying to have the whole place illuminated at once? So that I can see. There's also a first level spell called Torch. That would be a lot better. That You would have to use a mana crystal on it. I also don't have any mana crystals. Hold on, I'm checking that. We need to get more mana crystals. This is I have cool. Mark with Light, Blessing, and Radiant Protection. I wouldn't have any mana crystals on me, would I? Uh, roll a d4. Three! You have three mana crystals. From one of the pouches on the belt, the figure will produce three mana crystals and extend them outwards silently. I take one. <laughs> I am going to have my Flying Beast go in the direction where the torches aren't, so go, like... I guess I would be northwest instead of northeast. Well. Because it can see in the dark. And so I yeah. want it to, if it sees something, uh, I'm going to have it come right back to me. Mm-hmm. So. Does anybody else go to take any of the other crystals? Well, I'm going to see how many I have. Hold on. I have two. I have a decent amount. For, I think yeah. I have one. Mm, you should have two, I think. Well, I think you're right. So, V, does my flying beast see anything? What did you send it to look for? I sent it to look for humanoid figures. Okay, uh, it flies around for a little while, returns to you. Doesn't indicate that it found anything. Okay, I uh, kind of, like, uh, extend my arms so that it can settle on me. I have a little bit of a dumb question. Is it, though? There, uh, there are no dumb questions, Phoenix. Okay, fair enough. I have a cantrip that I want to try to use. Okay. Uh, I would like to try to use simple conjuration. It says that an object small enough to hold in my hand, like, appears, obviously. Uh, yeah. It says it must be made from natural materials. Can I conjure a bioluminescent plant to toss a couple feet away from me? Hmm. Yeah, you can definitely do that. It might not be super bright, but it will be, lum it will be lumin luminescent. How many of these am I allowed to make? I guess one at a time. Okay, so I am going to kind of park it where I am, and I am going to start conjuring <clears throat> these little tiny, like, bioluminescent, I guess mushrooms would be a good way to do it. I conjure up these, like, bioluminescent mushrooms, mm -hmm. and I'm tossing them a couple feet away from me. I conjure one, and I give it to my flying beast to have it drop a couple feet away from me. You know, whatever I can't reach by tossing, I'm going to have my flying beast drop off for me. Okay. I think uh, I think they provide like 
dim light. Yes, but dim light is better than no light. It is, yeah. I do a little happy dance. I'm like all excited that it worked. That's cute. What exactly is the purpose of your being here? What is your mission? Oh, oh, oh. I was like, rude? (laughs) This is going to be like, that's very philosophical of you. (laughs) We are here because... Why are we here? What is the purpose of your lives? That's a great question. Um, Come, sit down on this leash. (laughs) Chaise lounge and talk to me about it. Erilyn kind of looks up at you and is like, oh, we were uh, asked to come out here because there has been a lot of grave robbings. Often enough that it's concerning. And we were asked to see if we can put a stop to it because we're part of, you know, Might and Merit. It's the big mercenaries guild. It's kind of our job to help. All right. So Zadie has a list of the graves that have been disturbed so far. That's true. Let's just go down the list and investigate each grave. Here, uh, everyone line up with me real quick. Come over. I want to give you guys something. And I'm going to, anytime anyone comes close to me, I'm going to hand them one of the glowy mushrooms too, so they can use it as a dim light to read gravestones. I take a little piece of leather from one of the pouches and I wrap it to the head of my spear. I think I might say that you can, at a time, have a number of mushrooms equal to your perception score. The score? Yeah. Okay, I can have eight of them then. So you're you're going through the list of graves. Uh, What you got? Huh? Remember you had the, you got the list of the graves? I thought you were oh. getting that girl's address to be a yeah, yeah, you know yeah. pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> she tells you the names because I never actually Are you just checking to confirm that they have in fact been robbed? Well we're gonna investigate. Uh look for clues. This is a mausoleum, right? This building behind me? Yeah. Mausoleum, that's what it's called. Can I can I check check the door to the mausoleum? Uh sure. Now, hang um, on it looks a minute, like, buddy. I just want to see if it's open. It looks open. like there's usually a gate that's, like, locked, but it's it's not at the moment. I think when I check the graves, what I want to be looking for is, is the body there. Oh, you quickly notice that every name on the list, the grave has been dug, dug up from within. Everything, all the valuables are gone. The body's gone. From within? <clears throat> from within. So, so I go back to the group, and I tell them, clearly it's some kind of necromancer i think we might have been able to figure that on like ourselves well yeah but i'm still not sure why they're raising the dead i mean it it sure makes getting into the grave a lot easier but now you have an undead skelly man just wandering around that could hurt people that might be the point there was someone leaving earlier when we got here can I can I see uh, footprints for a living person wearing shoes of some kind and not bony skeleton prints? Yes, uh, you can make a hunt check to try to locate such footprints. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to use a luck point. I see. All right, here we go. (gasps) 27. (laughs) That's certainly better. Yes, there are lots of footprints. But with a 27, you find what you're pretty sure is the tracks of footprints from the person that you saw running away from the graveyard. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I found the tracks of the guy we saw. Also, 
that new guy that showed up just wandered off over here and I don't know where it went. True, true. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah, also a thing. Okay. Um, I look inside the mausoleum, like in the interior room. Do I see anything of note? So I think the mausoleum is mostly urns. And it's such that if one's religion or faith would have one be cremated after death as opposed to being buried in the ground. The mausoleum is where one stores urns of cremated dead. There are, similar to the graves, there are valuables that are, you know, they're usually put in the urns, um, but none of the urns look like they've been disturbed. They all have a layer of dust on them that can, in a way, prove that they haven't been messed with. My character takes a step inside and sort of looks around and mutters to himself, Sorry to intrude. None of you have seen anyone coming through here, have you? Uh, can I... No? If, can I just click? Are you speaking to the... Are you speaking to the Yes. That is correct. Superstitious. How deep in are you, bud? He's, he's speaking at a low volume, mostly to himself, but yeah, in a way to the urns. Okay. No, I don't suppose not. Not a particularly chatty tonight, I th- would assume. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. what's up? You? What you, wait, sorry? Hello? I'm kidding. <laughs> I was joshing you. Is there a door on the opposite end of this room? Nay. Interesting. Can I take a look around? You look around. Is there a way for me to, like, investigate this room for any part? I'm looking for hidden levers, uh, triggers for moving things. Ah, yes, yes. Make an insight check. Huh. I'm going to use one of my luck points. Okay. Okay. 16. Sure. Uh, On a 16, you happen to notice an urn that has no dust on it, and... Assuming that it's maybe somebody stolen out of this one, you go to move it, but it's actually a fake. There's no bottom to it. And underneath it is like a button. I press it. You hear a, a, a deep... Terrifying. And as you look around, I think those of you outside, you might hear this faintly too. There's now a, a staircase of stone slabs that leads underground under the mausoleum. I move back to the door that leads to the outside. And I lean out, and I go, Associates of Oris, I believe I have found where your missing necromancer has gone. Do the footprints lead in that direction? does it seem to be, yeah. Here's the interesting thing, Katya. When you follow the footprints, Uh they go out this gate this way, and they turn sharply left, and then they double back. (gasps) And they go into the mausoleum. That sneaky, silly bastard. Uh, we got him. <laughs> okay, uh, Katia, should we follow you? Hold on. And then it doubles back. Oh, fuck. And I'm You, you limping, do meet up with the new I'm friend. I'm limping furiously uh, with my can. <laughs> and I comes towards... The- Are you just, like, looking at the ground and you come up directly to my yes. feet? Is it that kind of yeah. scene? <laughs> <laughs> and, I ca- and I'm, yeah, gazing down at, the, at your feet. And I just look up. You look up and you see beneath the hood, you see an orc face, the tusks peering out from underneath. You also see a pair of spectacles. Oh, hello. Set on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> hello. hello there. Um, Where are the others? Uh, I think they're coming. Hey, uh, we found something. Okay, so we can follow you? Uh, yeah, come here. Okay. And Erlen kind of gestures to, to Zadie and Joush and 
like gestures them forward. I don't believe I know your name. Um, it's Katia. First, he pulls back the hood and you see a completely bald head with a nasty old jagged scar that goes from the top of the right eyebrow. You may call me Baronon Algernon. Hello, Baronon. It is a pleasure to meet you. I hope so. <laughs> I must apologize for my earlier introduction. I was sheepish to present myself with the events that had transpired. Right. I hope when all this business is over, I might make my case to you all so that you might understand my reasoning. But for now... And I gesture back into the mausoleum towards the staircase. I believe that this leads further underground. I have not investigated further. Huh. Well. We should wait for the others. Yeah, I suppose. As this is happening, Erolyn is guiding the other two forward towards the mausoleum. Hello, all. Great. I am Baronon. Great to meet you, Baronon. Baronon. And you are. Well, I'm Erolyn. Erolyn. Yes. A pleasure. Erolyn Lunarguard. A good name. Oh. Thank you. And you, small one. The name's Zadie. Nice to put a face to the, you know, spooky shadowy figure. <laughs> Zadie, pleasure. Josh, did you say that your, what was yours in Oranon? Yes. Ah, fellow of my bloodline. Of sorts? Yes, of sorts. My name is Josh. He well, extends his hand. I shake his... Josh, a very, very interesting name. Let us proceed forward. All right, then. I can take the lead if you would like. Sure. Or if someone else would, I can take the rear as a defense. But your decision. I'm more than willing to go first. Yeah, go for it. I will take the lead. Baron and I'm going to follow take second. Take the wheel. Take the wheel. Take it from my hand. Uh, so who, who uh, ended up going first? That would be me. So what do you do? I lead the group. We go down the stairs. Go down the stairs. Yeah, because you you were the one who found the stairs in the first place. It makes sense that you would be the one leading us. I will, as I am going down, attempt to spot any traps ahead of us. Though this... Maybe I shouldn't go first. <laughs> I just realized this might involve insight. Yes. And uh, that means it's too late. Go ahead and roll an insight check. Very well. Wow, that's the same roll I've made for insight the last yeah. two times. I just want to point that out. That's a 10. Yes, luckily, you also get to make a reflex save. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I have a one to this. It looks like that is right. Okay. Do you have any luck points? Oh, man. Do I really want to use it right now? I have one. Not a, not a bad thing to use, use it? it on. All right. Well, let's see how this... <laughs> Caden. Caden, he says. Would you like an experience point? Sure. Let's take an experience point. Why not? I'm starting to think of a new character already. Great. You feel a small prick, but other than that, nothing happens. Yeah, just keep moving, dude. Let's oh, you just do actually you you do going. actually lose one health. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay? Guys. Uh Josh. Yes. Perhaps you should take the lead. Yeah, I will. I do. appear to have Set off some form of trap or another. I feel grievously injured. <laughs> I'm going to go to the back of the line now. Thank you very much. I have paid in blood. All right. So I'm going to take the lead. And I push my way past the group to the very end of the line. So is Joush looking for traps now? Yes. 
17. Better than what I rolled. You notice that there is a trap. There's a certain step in this staircase that if you step on it, it uh, activates uh, a trap. It looks like it fires something out of the wall at you. Beware of this pressure plate. And he takes his Nodachi and points at it. Ah, there's the culprit. Thanks for keeping a lookout. I move forward while still on the lookout. (laughs) You eventually reach the bottom of the staircase. You do notice Algernon behind you, whoever might be looking, is looking very dizzy, uneven on his footing. Oh, yeah. So I'm walk- I'm in the back with you, so I'm going to be, like, looking over your wound and, like, fawning over you. <laughs> I, I must admit, I do not feel well. Not at all. Can I make a medicine check on him? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Well, 17. He's been poisoned. I like, guess. Poisoned, Baranon. That would make the most sense. <laughs> like, uh... Can we cure, cure it? Can you cure it? <laughs> well, can I, Valandal, or do I know? I... This is rather uncomfortable. <laughs> Unless you have some... So there would be a specific antidote. Do we know what I kind see. of poison it is? Not exactly, but you know it... Obviously, is some kind of injected poison. It, it, yeah. it affects the nervous system and it makes the target sort of out of it. Like paralyzing or just kind of dulling? N- not paralyzing, just lowering the awareness. So it's a so it's a Xanax. It's a benzodiazepine, if you will. Yeah, he he got some Xannies. Uh, if I up in him. If only. If I lightly electrocute him, would that help? <laughs> Fucking. Only one way to find out. <laughs> yes, please. You. Can I electrocute I him? I'm really going to have to figure out. I do not think Baranon is getting out of this cave alive. I don't. I, I wish people would ask me more if you can electrocute somebody. I don't think I'm going to allow that. If we can figure out what kind of poison it is, I might be able to conjure up the plant that I makes mean, the I, antidote. But... I wouldn't hurt him. Like, I would probably just use energy ball, which it says your energy ball can safely conduct electricity to nearby objects. And I would say that he's a nearby object. Well, I think he's a creature. You're calling me I an object. He's a creature and not an object. Are you objectifying me? I guess that's true. How dare you? What do you think, Dan? Yeah, it totally would work on him. Would it be safe, though? I do not. It, for the rules... Fuck it, who cares about safety? Okay, so it does specify in the spell it cannot deal damage. Yeah. Do the do the rules of Blood of Heroes treat players as an object? Object is a more broad term than creature. All creatures are objects, but if, not all if, objects are creatures. Yeah, if it, okay. if it has mass, then it's an object. Yes? Yes. I, I'm sure that Baranon doesn't prefer to think of himself as an object. I mean, I yeah. would rather not. So I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna... In a certain technical <laughs> sense, he would he would fit into that. For the purposes of Arcane, I shall in this instance refer to myself as an object. So I'm... For science! I'm gonna... I extend For my science. hand towards you. I'm going to make an energy, an energy ball cantrip and uh, do a little zip-zappy. And see if that helps. Okay. Obviously, I would ask for his permission first. This cool. I mean, my, my hand is extended, cool. and I have shouted for science. Great, for so. science. Oh, you may accept yeah. this as consent. Frankie, make an Arcana check. May I assist her? Yeah, sure. Thirteen plus four. Yes, seventeen. When you help, you don't add anything. It's just the roll. Uh, on a thirteen, then uh, they get tr- they get p- true plus one on their roll. I see. 
So I guess it's a 13 then. A 13. Yeah, I'm going to say on a 13, you feel very slightly more awake, but it fades pretty fast. <laughs> My eyebrows stick straight up. Your, your beard just like does the little static electricity mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, just poof. <laughs> yes. So unfortunately, does not seem to have had a big effect as far as uh, negating the effects of the poison. Well, unfortunately, I feel no different, but I appreciate the uh, the attempt. Okay. If we can figure out what he's poisoned with, I can summon the I can summon the plant. That's the antidote. Well, let's see if we can't find any notes. Anybody who might set up a trap must have, at some point, realized that if they set it off, they'll have to administer an antidote to themselves. Um. I mean. If you're going to set up a trap, you must have a failsafe. That's at least my thinking. If you keep your eyes open, there is likely to be an antidote somewhere here. Let's keep moving. Quick question. Uh, yes. You might have already answered this, but... You might is, have. Is it dim lit? Is it... Can we see? Don't think I said. It's... There's candles making it universally dim light. Okay. But I think somebody's carrying a torch, so, you know... That's within me. a couple of squares of them, it is bright light, like n- normal light. Good, good light. I'm gonna start walking forward, well, I guess. Me Keeping too. my eye out. Indeed. Keeping my eye out. Keep in mind, there was a trap. <gasps> there might still be other traps. Oh, no. <gasps> I run back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have Josh go first and identify any further traps, and then we will proceed afterwards. We'll do a thorough investigation, but first, let us Make safety the priority. Trust me. <laughs> you don't want to end up like <laughs> me. Good point. So I'm going to move forward uh, looking for traps as I do so. Yes, as you do this, a dark, shadowy figure begins to approach Yo. Well, fuck. So you have come. So we have. Yeah, we have. Yes, body fucker. You intend to stop me, I suppose. I at first actually want to just ask why you're doing what you're doing. Second that. Go and make a diplomacy check. Who, me? Yeah, you. Okay, hold on. I'm trained. Can I help? Yeah, it sounds like you were. You get favor. You get, get favor, favor, my guy. Both Ooh. of those. Well, that's not great. <laughs> I'm going to use a luck point. That's a two and a three. I'm going to use a luck point to try oh, to get that good. Yeah. That's rough. That's a good use of that. Okay, I like that. That's, that's, better. that's a one and a 14. So, uh, 16. <laughs> 16. You couldn't possibly understand. I, I mean, try me. And I, I take a couple steps forward, like, from the group. Not, like, too many, but... I walk a little bit. Which just, try me. Why are you doing this? I need to understand death. Don't we all? We all <laughs> need to understand death. But why do you keep stealing the bodies and the bones and making these skeletons claw their way up from these graves? Why are you doing that to understand death? I need to become more powerful. So you're hurting the living families of all of these dead people and also stealing all of their treasure that does not help you understand death and probably fuck them hush why are you taking all of their treasures i don't need to explain myself to you i shoot him (laughs) all right here we go oh my god all right let's get up in the comment connor you're first i shoot him (laughs) yeah yeah do it i'm actually can i can i can I take aim and then shoot him? <laughs> no, nah, you you just okay, shot. Yeah, I just shot. No way, you aimed okay. at first. Okay. Yeah, just go ahead and roll. That's funny. <laughs> Erolyn tries to be diplomatic. Katya, fuck you, die. Uh, nineteen. That beats evasion, but not deflection. 
Let's get him with a divine smite. Two. Okay. You don't technically hit, but it's close enough that you send him off balance a bit. Damn. Also, I have to say, am I still flat-footed, or does poise reset? Uh, poise resets in that uh, amount of time. Everybody, everybody go back to full poise. I'm going to use my mana crystal that Baronon gave me and cast Blessing on myself, Joush, and Baronon, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So first thing I'm going to do is I am going to command my flying beast to fly into the room as far forward as it physically can. What I'm going to have it do this entire fight is fly around trying to look for the antidote. So that's its goal. I'll just go ahead and tell you for this first room, it's it's not here, so I'm not going to make you roll. But for the rest of the rooms, I, I'll have you roll using the bird's insight skill. Okay. You should put down a totem. That's, yeah. You know what? Screw it. And so I am going to roll a d6. Fun, fun. Figure out what totem we're all going to get. Oh, boy. One. A totem <laughs> appears... We get the resistance totem. All allies within six squares of the totem have favor on saves. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to assume that this guy might cast spells on us. So saves for sure. Yes, I'm glad that we got the resistance totem. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I am going to move forwards. And then I really can't do anything because I have to wait for him to get into range. Can you taunt him? I'm going to taunt him and call him a corpse fucker to see if he approaches. Yeah, uh, roll performance check. A performance. Would intimidation be underneath? Yeah, that would be intimidation, wouldn't it? Yeah. Nope. But yeah, it no. would, because I'm saying, like, come attack me, you corpse fucker. You're not, you're taunting him. That's not intimidating. Yes, you're, it is. That's a performance. That's <laughs> clearly a performance. It's also just mean. Okay, well, I got an eight, so, so it fails. Most probably. Well, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, it does, but I just assume things like that. So the necromancer is holding this twisted wooden staff, and they present it forward, and some black energy forms on top of it, and then it blasts an array at Josh. Make a reflex save with favor. And then plus a 1d4 as well, right? I think so. If you are one of the blessed. Yes. Nine. Man, we're just not rolling great tonight. And then... Oh, nice. Ooh. 15. That is not a success. As expected. I'm going to roll against your spirit defense. You take one damage. Uh, all right. So now I have three out of four. Yes. And then. And then, and gentlemen, and then. And then. The second action is going to be to command some undead. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh, wild shape. <gasps> Into a, a little bear. I see. Probably a black bear, just because uh, they're kind of small. I think. State bear of uh, West Virginia. State state animal, rather. My move speed as a bear is ten. Okay. Damn. Um. So I'm gonna bears, move. Bears are fast. I'm gonna move as close to the necromancer as possible, and then I think those are my. I think that's my turn. It is. So I rush around Katya and then around Erolin, and then I post myself behind that pillar. Can I see the zombie? That is a zombie. It's actually Oris. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Look at this, motherfucker! <laughs> oh, shit. What if zombie Oris killed Baronon, dude? <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, 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 the tables turn. I don't think anything could be better than that. 
I would laugh so hard. Uh, Eldritch Bolt on him. Make a will save. Nat 20. Oh, my God. Well, fuck. He just stares into your soul. He knows what you did. I stare back. He knows. He knows. Do you want to know something funny? I honestly thought he might end up undead. (laughs) (laughs) I always had the thought that either he was going to end up undead or a revenant of some kind. And apparently I was right. I have foresight. Who knew? Yep. You caused it to be. I take out my buckler. Great. This little skelly is going to go and attack Zadie. Uh, uh, 12. Nope. Alright. This skelly is going to come over here. Attack Josh. 21. What do you say? So my deflection is 20. Then you are in risk of taking damage, my friend. Alright. Six. Ooh, I have a four. As this skeleton swings its rusty sword at you, it does cut into you and cleave a wound. Mm, Tetanus, my favorite. Ah, tennis. So then I'm now to two health points, right? Did you take damage before? Yeah, from the necro beam. The necro beam. Yeah, you're at you're at two health then. Oh, lovely half health. Zombie Oris is going to move three squares, so I guess they can get there as a quick action. Nice. He's going to use an attack called Slam, which is where he runs into you. I never okay. would have guessed. I'm going to use my reaction and my last maneuver die to use Parry. All right, Parry. I'm counting on you. Parry the platypus! Parry! Parry the platypus! I got a 15. Okay. What 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 will Parry do for you? Parry, you roll the die and add it to your armor for that attack. Okay. So in this case, uh, it, what it should do is reduce the amount of poise damage you take. Okay. Then I reduce... <laughs> Fuck me, two. Whatever. Three. So it ends up being one. One poise damage. Okay, cool. As a quick action, he's going to try to bite you. Wait, if I'm flat-footed, what does that change? Oh, that means your evasion is lowered by two. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. I really need that antidote. Nah, super missed. Oh, good. Uh. Okay. My two actions I want to be, I'm going to shoot Kelly 2, and also I'm going to command Jowish to attack at the same time. All right. 25. That beats his deflection. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Funnily I enough. can divine smite. When you divine smite against the skeletons, you just automatically deal damage. Oh, okay, nice. So I I shoot a glowing bolt at Skelly 2, and then I command Josh. Gosh. Get him, guy. <laughs> can I add a shove attack to this as well, or shove maneuver? Let me see. Let me see. When you attack a creature, you can spend a maneuver to add a shove it. Then yes. Hell yeah, 19. So 21. 25. <laughs> 25. Roll whatever your uh, weapon die is. Uh-huh. Oh. Unfortunately, it does not deal damage. Damn. But they, they do become shoved. Shoved. Four. What's its agility? Uh, its agility is, is zero. Yeah, so it's prone. Because it says if you beat their agility mod plus two, you knock them prone. All right, so yeah. You, you shove it into this pillar, and then it falls to the ground. I'm going to command the flying beast to fly into the room above us, so up. Nat 20. Nice. It, it finds it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Really so, quickly, I imagine. It's going to go down and grab it. So now that's out of the way. I am going to, I guess, do what I do best against skellies and cast 
flash. Ah, uh, yeah, flash that bad boy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Ooh, I got a 14. 14. 14, so it meets it. That it doesn't take damage. Okay. But still, the whole room lights up for just a second. Uh, that's true, yeah. Everything gets really, really bright. Yeah. So, because the Skelly 2 is prone, I get advantage on attacks to it, right? You're flat-footed while you're prone. I'm going to attack it again. Deal. Plus five, so that's a 14. <laughs> 15. You beat evasion. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I roll for damage. Bro. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking menace it. And within six squares. So it also affects the necromancer, skelly one, and skelly two. And the zombie near Baron. So they have to make a will save. Difficulty level 10 plus level plus might. 14 is the difficulty. First we'll do the uh, skelly men. I'm going to roll one die for both. 12. Yes. Fail. They gain frightened condition. Get roll for the Zamb. Eleven. Frightened. And now for the Necromancer. Let's go Nat one. They're gonna have to roll bad to fail. They get a good bonus. Twenty-four. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So they are immune to menace but... for the encounter now. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um the Necromancer is going to hit Zadie with its staff. No. <laughs> Nineteen. Damn. Uh, okay. Did I get you? Yeah. I got a five. I think when you take damage, you fall out of wild shape. Shit. That means I did this for nothing. Uh, I think the necromancer is going to move to be behind its zombie. Yeah, how about I just move towards him and try to hit him with my rapier? All right. Sixteen. Um, you beat evasion. Cool. Four. Four, okay. Uh, they take four points of poise damage. You stab their robes. They try to hide behind their zombie. I'm going to try for mirthful laughter. Ah. That's going to oh, be wait. creepy. Do I need a free hand for that? Yeah. Oh, never mind, because I have my buckler and my spear out. Oh, okay. But ignore that roll. Yeah. I can't, can't do it. <sighs> That's unfortunate. You could throw the buckler. No, I'm just going to stab him with my spear. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, I believe I have disadvantage on this because of... Oh, that's so fucking unfortunate. That you got disadvantage <sighs> on an at 20? Because is an attack, because poison affects it, right? It, unless it specifies that it also includes attack rolls, it does not. Oh, so then that nat 20 counts? Sure, let's go with it. Fuck yeah! <laughs> okay! Uh, nat 20 is a critical hit, and it, that basically just means it automatically deals damage. Alright, so I... Take a step back, and I go, I killed you once, foul demon. Now I shall do it again! And as I do, I lunge the spear forward at its full might, and I stab him uh, in whatever, in what I assume to be one of, one of his lungs, but I don't think that he breathes anymore. You stab him pretty good all the same. All the same. I'm going to, as a free action, <gasps> use Warrior's Challenge. Ah, you, you attack something. I I did indeed. Will save on the part of good old Oris. Will save. All right, here we go. Uh, one. No, he is challenged. You get disfavor. That, that's not high enough? Unfortunately, I don't think so. Oh. Uh, he gets disfavor on attack rolls against any creature besides myself. I'm going to stay in front of Erolyn because I feel like he'll hurt her him. Erolyn is a him, right? Him? Erolyn's one of them he days. You're good. One of them he days. I'm going to put away my buckler then. Fair so enough. So I can cast spells next turn. Get that out of here. Because I don't 
I don't need it, and I have spells. <laughs> Gelly one. It's gonna attack Zadie. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's right. Seventeen. My deflection is nineteen. Okay, so it will deal you poise damage. Three. Three poise damage. All right. Skelly two. As an action, it's going to stand up, which it's in your reach, Joush, so it provokes yes. a free attack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 14. So that's a, a 17. Beat evasion. <laughs> Fucking pain. Six poise. And then it takes a step and tries to attack you. So it... It got through its terrified thing. Oh, I, yeah. So first I have to make a will save. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not going to do that. going to move over this way. going to move over this way. How far can we get? We can move like did that. Did all the rest make fucking will saves as well? Did Skelly 1 technically move towards... It did. Jowish? I'll, I'll roll now then. That, that one would have succeeded on the will save. The zombie gets disfavor if it attacks anything besides Oris, so it's going to come over here and attack Oris. Not Oris, other Not one, Oris. new Oris. <laughs> Baranon. Baranon. Sorry, it's fine if you don't remember <laughs> my name. How's 13 sound to you? That, oh, it, it does because of my poison condition. Yes. Beats my evasion. Four points of poise damage. Okay, I'm gonna move. I painfully limp one step right down here. Yeah. And I turn and I shoot the zombie. <gasps> yeah, go ahead and do it. What so a surprise. does it seem like, does it look like it's, uh, is it damaged? It is, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shoot it. Great. Pew, pew. I shoot it with my crossbow. 16. 16. Uh, 20 total. Ah, uh, 20 will beat its deflection. Yes. Divine Smite. You kill Oris. <laughs> Oh, how awkward that must feel for you. <laughs> he was already dead. He was already dead, but now Thank he's you. dead again. Dead for realsies. I appreciate dead that. X2. Thank you very much. The the flying beast is going to bring in the cure, the antidote. Is that how far it can get, or can it get to? It can get to here. Oh, fucking hell yeah. So as soon as the flying beast enters the room, I whistle in a certain way, and I point and the flying beast drops itself in and puts the cure in Baranon's hand. Just shoves it down my throat. I mean... <laughs> just force feeds yeah. me with its beak. Open. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like a baby bird. The bird is going to sit on Baranon's shoulder and caw until he opens his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well... It has a bottle. It's like... Gah, gah. So Baranon sees the potion. Yeah, the... Sees the potion, opens up his mouth like a baby bird, and lets the, <laughs> lets the bird pour the po potion into his mouth. Exactly. And as soon as that's done, I guess the flying beast is going to stay on Baranon's shoulder because it can't do anything else. Great. Just going to play here like that. And then, because it's the closest to me, I'm going to cast Flash on the Skelly. Here we go. One. Oh, crit fail. They just take damage. So yeah, that, that skeleton is actually dead now. <laughs> Nice. Because I got that crit. Uh, and that brings us to Joush. All right. I am going to attack Skelly 1. Do it. Come here, you bastard. 13. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, that. that's evasion. DSM police damage. Finally. That's not bad. Ah, a solid 5. Now that's a good one. Yeah, he's low on poise. I think you have another action, too. Correct. Uh, yes, I'm thinking. Cor correct, Your Honor. I'm going to, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to attack it again, this favor. It's actually a minus five penalty on the second. Oh, I see. So it's just a raw d20. 
in, in a manner of speaking, that's a D12. <laughs> oh. Yeah, wrong dice. <laughs> I was about to be like, are you fucking kidding? I'm tired, all right? You can only roll so low. Oh, yay, an 11. Yeah. Hey, it's not a 9. That'll beat evasion. <laughs> yep, 13. All right, let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. You get it to zero poise. Nice. Yay. Zero poise. It's, got a vul- a it's vulnerable. Vulnerable. I'll use Warrior's Challenge on Skelly. I've got a bone to pick with him. All right. I rolled a three, so they fail. Not the most willful creatures. The Necromancer can see that, that they're losing this battle. They back up and take down their hood to reveal that it is Vanessa Willoughby, the very attractive woman that you talked to in the tavern. What? Oh, shit. What? I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, shit. Why didn't she, like, tell me all that information? No, but it makes sense with the things that she was saying. I went to go visit Tobias and noticed all of the graves were fucked up. You were the only one seen in the cemetery. Yeah, and oh, my husband hasn't been touched, but others have. I, I don't know why. Uh, I think you'll find that the clues were all there. Oh, my goodness. Josh raises his Nodashi and goes, Whore! That's very rude. Well... Baronon <laughs> looks around the corner to see the reveal and goes, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> ah, you weren't here in episode three. Erilyn quietly, not Zadie's not girlfriend. Zadie does like a really dramatic like hint to the chest like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, Vanessa is like on the verge of tears, clearly very upset. Erilyn is going to like come around so that he's in the doorway as well. And he just. I, I asked you earlier, why do you, like, why do you want to understand death? And I mean, I think I sort of get it now, but this is not the way to do it. I, don't, if you you miss think, your hu- don't you think anybody else has told me that before? If you miss your husband, this is not the way to get him back. There is no other way. As much as it sucks and as much as it hurts, moving on and living your life is the better way to handle this. This is not what I need to hear. I know it's not what you think you need to hear, but it is what you need to hear. Even if you did bring him back, he wouldn't be the same. He would be a... You don't know that. Well, I do, I know, do that. know that. He would be a decayed body. Not if I get powerful enough. Okay, but you brought back the corpse of one of our friends. We literally just witnessed what you were trying to do with someone that we knew. I don't care about your friend. I just needed a pawn. Okay, but... For the record, you wish no friend. And if I'm, I hey, might fair enough, wear you in a word... Not now. Excuse me. Excuse me. I would like to speak. (laughs) Thank you. I understand the pain of loss. I have lost many. And in your position, I feel I might do something similar. But I also understand that what they say is true. That indeed, there is no true way to bring them back in their previous form. Once gone, the soul is departed and it cannot be retrieved. If you wish to pursue the avenue of violence, we will reciprocate. But understand that this path you follow is full of folly and will only lead to more pain. I was going to do like frozen clothes or something. Yeah? I'm going to hold a arcane bludgeon, but only if she seems like she's about to do something antagonistic. I, Anything, any sign of aggression. I'm going to move up but around I'm the corner. I'm just holding my turn. And I aim my crossbow at her. Do you really want to do that? Can I use insight to see if she's about to do anything? 
I will take a step forward. Yeah, all of us are, like, moving towards the doorway, but I don't think Erlen would actually be standing there. He would be standing one square back. It's just lagging. I think this would be this would be something that to, a, like, a character in this situation, that would be fairly obvious to you. But if you guys all move up to this door and get weapons out, the combat is going to continue. So I think somebody go ahead and roll a diplomacy check, and let's have that be the last check of the game. Let me see how good How's my your diplomacy. diplomacy. What if we fail? Oh, I have a negative three. Oh, if you kidding. fail, though, ooh. I'm trained, and I have a plus two, I think, in that. Mine is four. I would let Zadie, Baranon, or Erolyn make the check. If I can provide the assistance. Yeah, dog. Then let me roll. A five is uh, you don't help much and open yourself up to consequences, which uh, I really like it because it raises the stakes for this diplomacy check. So let's let's go ahead and, and, Very and well. see how it goes. <laughs> oh, <man. 20. laughs> wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's go. I got a 24. Fortuitous. Natural 20, everyone. Damn. <laughs> All right. So she she looks like the fight really leaves her and she says, everything from the graves is in the room to the north please just take it and go i won't bother the villagers anymore i'll i'll leave yeah vanessa start a new life just start over it'll be fine i think she i think she cries if you say that are you ready to console this grieving widow she's just gets she just tells you all to take the stuff and go she doesn't she doesn't really want you around anymore i think we could take her out back katya we should leave i think we do that we just take the stuff and we go yeah we just take the stuff and we give it back to the all right that was the good ending (laughs) (laughs) we somehow managed to bad ending you all die well let's real quick wrap this up i assume you return to amir the quest giver yes All of the things that have been taken from the graves serve as great proof that you've apprehended the grave robber. So Amir has no reason not to believe that you've fixed the problem. And he's very grateful. Thank you guys so much. I I knew I could count on you. We were just doing our job. Here is the pot I promised you. 192 copper farthings. Perfect. We'll split it between the lot of us. Thank you. Uh, This town will remember your names. Katya, Zadie, Joush, Arilin, Baranon. You have our thanks. How do you know who I am? <laughs> that guy? How do you know my Rolled name? Rolled an insight check. It's fine. Would you like to know? And he actually, he read your name I tag. would actually. He read your name I tag. am actually very... Yeah, it's on your... It's, you, uh, for, uh, it's on the name Sorry, tag. I forgot to take this off. It's it's literally one of those patches that says, hello, my name is, and then written in very, very nice script is Baranon Aldranon. Yeah, uh, thank you for the opportunity for this job. I thank you all, heroes of Vercombe. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Vitamin Dice. If you want updates about episodes and pictures of the party's pets, follow our Instagram. If you want to support the show, join our Patreon. There are levels for as little as $1 per month. We don't pay to advertise the show in any way, so we rely entirely on listeners like you to tell people about the show. So go tell people! Please. If you have a podcast or something else you might like us to shout out, please let us know. You can email us at v-y-t-a-m-i-n-d-i-c-e at gmail.com. Feel free to send us questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to hear all those juicy questions you must have. And as always, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a daily dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.